Welcome to Adventures in New Music episode 24. Uh, this is the podcast where we listen to two new albums a week and tell you all about what we think about them and have a good discussion. My name's Andy. And my name's Chris. Welcome along, um, wherever you are listening. Have you had a good week, Andy? Mm, been a very fine week. Very fine indeed. Um, what's happened? Can't remember. Lockdown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't. Basically, um, we started this podcast at the start of lockdown. We're on episode 24. There's no sign of lockdown ending. Um, it's like, I just feel like we're going to be series five, episode <laughs> episode 32, just giving it, send help. Um, <laughs> you might be right. It's not that bad, actually. I, I live in a nice house. I, got yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, as long as we've got good music and good company, we're doing all right. So hey, you're right. I'll take 50%. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> very good but actually on that point i was i've been listening to a lot of 2020 albums this year and i just think it's been an amazing year for music incredible incredible i mean we, we we're saying we're you know what are we now we're um coming towards sort of the end of november now and we're i've started putting together my albums of the year mm. for our roundup uh show and um, oh, it's going to be so hard whittling them down. <laughs> it's going to be so hard. It's been an absolutely fantastic year. Really has, really has. But even the albums that we haven't listened to as part of this project, the other stuff that's come out this year has been amazing. In the last week, I've listened to... Uh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to run through my albums now. Phoebe Bridges, Punisher. Yeah, I listened to that the other night. Deftones, Ohms, Soul Seppi, I Am As You Are. Swift Jan Stevens, The Ascension, Courtney Marie Andrews, Old Flowers, the new Eels album, Earth to Dora. Oh, I've not checked that out yet. Is it good? Oh, it's brilliant. Is, is it? Yeah. I like the cover. Cover's yeah, good. Really good. But it's like, um, I, you know, I don't want to say like a return to form because I've always enjoyed the Eels, but it does really remind me of a lot of the kind of the first three album stuff Beautiful Freak, oh, good. Electroshock Blues, um, was it Four Another Star one. Mary? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Four Star Mary. No, that was the band that did the Buffy soundtrack. They had a very similar cover to Daisies of the Galaxy. That's so weird mm, that I would it. think that. Anyway, there you go. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant albums, all of them. And, you know, some of my favourite artists over the years, Deftones, Sufjan, Eels. It's like, it's been a, such a good year. And yeah. I just think that sometimes if you just focus on what's coming out in any given year, it could potentially be the best year Ever. A bit like how James Acaster views 2016. Yeah, yeah, totally. I think it's definitely an argument for that, isn't there? Yeah, I think so. If you're paying attention, you you can love what you've what you're surrounded by. And I think that's yeah. Really cool. Really good year. And it's been it's been good to really delve into the new releases this year. Yeah, it? it really has. Well, with that in mind, can I give you a few uh, I'm gonna give you three albums that I've listened to this week. Mm. Um I am now ticking stuff off my um potentials list because Ooh. we have got after today we've got two more regular episodes. We've got two more picks. Uh. And then we've got a two special feature episodes at the end of the year. So we've only got two more albums. I have still got a list as long as your arm of <laughs> records uh, for potentials. So I've sort of started chipping away at some of these. I'm hoping the three that I've listened to this week, I'm hoping they aren't, they aren't on your potentials. Um, otherwise, I've, I've, I've really left you, up the, left you up the swanny with no paddle here. Um, first of all, I want to give a bit of a shout out to um, a chap called Adam who runs Jonah's Coffee Shop um, in Preston. Um, the finest place to get coffee in Preston. 
yes, I will. Uh, I will say that. Um, and I'll have a free flat white next time, please. Adam. Um, but he put me on to. Um, it's actually a mate of his uh, based in London. I'm not entirely sure how you pronounce this artist, Chiminyo, C H I M I N Y O, um, and his album's called I Am Panda. He's basically he's a drummer, but he's got triggers on all of his drums. And so when he hits a tom, for example, it plays a certain bass note. When he hits the ride cymbal, it might play like a, a synth chord. And he triggers everything as he's playing the drums. I watched a video of it, and I've checked out the album. It's so clever. Um, Giles Peterson's like really bigging it up. Um, but that was it was almost going to be one of my picks. But I just don't know whether it's a little bit too niche. <laughs> too niche. Um, anyway, didn't go with that. Um, another album that I haven't gone with, but I've really enjoyed this week, is an album called Sucker's Lunch by uh, Madeline Kenny. It's yeah, um it's that. pretty pretty solid singer songwriter fair. Mm-hmm. Um it's very good though. Um and the third one I really have been backwards and forwards on whether or not to pick this. This is a death metal album. However, it throws in elements of barbershop <laughs> and um choir. And um it's called Alphaville and the band is Imperial Triumph. Sorry, Imperial, Imperial Triumphant. Triumphant. Tri- Triumphant, yes. Yeah, they're on my rejected potentials list because I was ah. like, Chris ain't going to be into this. So have you heard a track? Yeah, I heard City Swine. All right, so I heard Atomic Age, track four. Now, I was, I, I heard it and I listened to it a few times and, and I was like, shall I pick this album or not? And then I was sort of backwards and forwards. And then I heard Simon Neal from Biffy Clyro going on about this amazing album that he'd heard. And this was what he was talking really? about and saying, like, oh, just this, this most incredible album. Anyway, I've given it a listen this week. It's completely unlistenable from start to finish. <laughs> uh, I mean, sometimes one song is completely unlistenable from the start of the song to the end of the song. But there's plenty of decent stuff in there. So it's definitely worth checking out. Okay. Pretty, glad I, pretty glad I didn't pick it. Yeah. Me too now on reflection because I because I've I've had it in my list along with some other really difficult stuff to listen to and I just thought yeah you know what I'm 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 not sure about it so I always intended to check it out in full um, I don't think your recommendation has really spurred me on to do that but I probably will well anyway. basically basically Simon from Biffy says listen to it is yeah my <laughs> well that's that's good but you also did say it was unlistenable from start to finish so <laughs> I <laughs> yeah. I don't know I mean. City Swine was pretty dark, pretty heavy stuff. I don't know, man. I'm going to give it a go. I'll have a go this week. I might report back next week. I might, I might forget yeah. about it. We'll find out. Yeah, fair mm. news. Hokey dokey. Um, thank you for everybody who's been in touch. We have had our first South American listener. We've had a <laughs> listener from uh, Brazil, and we've had a listener from Argentina. So that's that's been really good for me mm-hmm. um being as ocd as i am because it means that we've finally ticked off all the consonants no ticked off all the continents <laughs> why what did you say consonants what like as in countdown as in as in vowels and consonants <laughs> yeah. yeah that's world domination that is now it's like yeah if we were playing risk um we'd have won uh, yeah if, if this yeah that's that's all i've got but it does feel like you know We've reached all corners of the world. I mean, granted, there might be like a guy in Argentina going, well, that was rubbish. I won't listen to that yeah. again. But <laughs> yeah. fingers crossed, this is the start of, you know, the domino effect. It'd be nice, wouldn't it? It'd be nice. Yeah. Anyway, should we see um, if our albums were a risk this week? <laughs> is that is that your segue into talking about the albums? <laughs> Let's just get on with our albums. <laughs> Jingle there. <laughs> 
right then, where are we? Here we go. Right. Okay, first up is my album this week, and I have chosen God Has Nothing To Do With This, Leave Him Out Of It, by Backwash. I'm the story that Dr. Quebec His habits I have. And there's no one in the corridors. Sergi Baka to serve. I got it on the phone right now. And the caucus spirit is Lord is. Oh God, please help me now. Doing the segues for you. Yeah, yeah, we'll keep that. That's really good. It was very like it. Do it again because it is sampled quite a lot. Yeah, hang on. Let me just get. Let me just. Yeah. Let me just. Um, get power, the spirit. Power of, up get the lungs. spirit of Aussie. Um, oh, oh, God, <laughs> no! Please help me. <laughs> Perfect. It's not though, is it? <laughs> so backwash, spelled back X wash, and it did confuse me a little bit until I heard her shouting it out on one of the tracks. So backwash is Ashanti Mutinta, and she has created this album, uh, which is kind of classed as horrorcore. It's hip-hop, but with a hell of a lot of metal samples, rock samples, and a lot of darkness going on. It came out on Grimalkin Records back on the 30th of May. And it's uh, it's a very, very interesting listen. Uh, it's been called a forgiveness record, and it, it kind of uh, traverses a lot of different topics, uh, a lot of it based around religion and a lot about transgressing someone else's belief system and the mental weight of do the mental weight of doing that that sounds kind of academic and a bit heavy but uh she's trans and is uh kind of exploring all that she's had to deal with in that transition and her family relationships and things like that with this album so she calls it her version of forgiveness which is uh, quite a dark version of forgiveness i would say and she spent 17 years growing up in zambia and then moved to canada and came out as a trans woman in her mid-20s so there was uh, a lot to process she's 29 now and um began releasing music as uh, backwash in 2018 with her first album black sailor moon and this album has just won uh, canada's quite coveted polaris award uh, for album of the year, which has previously gone to the likes of Arcade Fire, Feist, and Godspeed You Black Emperor. So it's been pretty mm. massively received. And about the award, she kind of said, I just hope one of the up and coming artists uh, on the list wins it. I don't think she had any expectation that she would. And if you actually watch the kind of the video where she's getting the award, she's just like, oh my God, oh, no. she just kind of she just loses it a bit and can't quite believe it. So a thoroughly nice person uh, uh from what i've seen and this album has to be one of the most fascinating things i've heard all year i don't have a question for you chris but uh i've given it a fair bit of high praise already yeah. what did you think about it um well i'm just going to go straight in i'm going to put my card straight on the table um this album is as close to perfect of an album that I've heard in a long, long time. Wow. I, honestly, I, I didn't think um, that there would be a hip-hop album this year that was going to get close to touching Run The Jewels until I've heard this. Wow, that's something. It's um, uh, it just... It, it's The whole album has just absolutely knocked me for six. I mean, first of all, it's 10 tracks. It's 22 minutes long. 
Okay. I love that. Yeah, me too. And it, it really does that thing of sort of leave you wanting more. Um, it, like you say, it's so fascinating. From from the first track, it sort of opens up with this with a, a, a sample of Ozzy Osbourne. It's from the song Black Sabbath, isn't it? By Black Sabbath. Um, it's extremely dark, sinister. It's pretty creepy. It, I mean. You wouldn't really want to listen to this song with the lights off because it's quite, uns- <laughs> it's quite unsettling, isn't it? Do you know oh, what I mean? It, it is completely. I think when I when I first heard that sample chopped together the way it is with that kind of droning bass sound, like, oh, God, oh, please, God, help me, and it kind of repeated. And that's a, that's a horrible sound in the original Black Sabbath song, anyway. Yeah, it's, like, it's yeah. quite an unsettling track itself. But actually hearing it over and over again, chopped as it is, and then... And then the whispers in the background of that track that come in. And, yeah, yeah. And it's all quite murky and you can't figure out what the whispers are saying and it has a sort of, I don't know, that almost kind of Blair Witchy feel. And the cover's a bit yeah. like that as well. The cover's very Blair Witch, isn't it? Yeah, yeah really yeah. kind of like a dark symbol. You don't really know what it is, what what it might mean. And then you get this and the thing is, it's really, really cool. I've heard there's also an Eraserhead sample in this track from okay. David Lynch film. Um, I don't know. I can't figure out what it is or where it is. I've I've tried to find out what all the samples on this album are because there is a lot of them, isn't there? There there is a lot of them, and they're cool ones. Like at the end of 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 track one, um, God has nothing to do with this. Leave him out of it. Um, it, it goes back to the Black Sabbath song for yeah, the, the like riff, plays, doesn't it? It's really cool. well. It actually goes before that. It, I mean, and and. Is there a cooler sound in music than the sound of a tape reversing? It's got that classic sort <laughs> yeah. of tape reversing, hasn't it? And then you know, like sort of backwards a bit, and then it goes into the track, which is only, I mean, literally for a couple of seconds, but it's its mega cool. Yeah. And what she says about the samples is that she would only use samples that mean something to her. And it's like right. she, they create a kind of sense of, of who she is, what she's into, uh, a sense of time and things like that and uh, I thought yeah. that was really quite cool it's not just oh that's cool I'll use that no and and that brings me on to a good point so track seven Adolescence mm-hmm. has got the um, the drum beat from when the levy breaks yeah. from Led Zeppelin right how many times have we heard that sample in the songs so mm-hmm. many times it's like a sort of go to drum sample however it, it's it just sits perfectly on this album it's, I think it's the powerfulness of the drums it, it didn't turn me off at all. As soon as I heard those drums, when the yeah. levy breaks, I was like, yeah, totally makes sense. Brilliant. Because that's one of the, I love that beat. It's one of the most kind of spacious beats yeah. ever. And there's another track earlier on, Black Sheep, um, track four, where at the beginning, in, in that way that you sometimes hear hip-hop artists talking about the production as they're about to start start rapping, she goes, let the beat breathe. Let the beat breathe. And it's like, that that kind of speaks volumes about her, or I think it speaks volumes about her attitude to how she produces these songs because yeah. it's mostly self-produced as well. Do you know what I put? I, I'd actually written down in my notes here. I've got the when when she says "Let the beat breathe" at the beginning. That could almost be a statement for the album. Yeah, this is it, the whole thing. It's letting that you know, letting the beat breathe, which is such a weird thing to say because it's a 22 minute album yeah yeah totally and it's absolutely jam-packed with yeah everything oh but, god yeah but somehow there is this sort of space among it so i'm i'm not surprised it's it's winning awards and and knocking people for six because it's an incredible album it really is mm. i mean i find it i found it quite hard to sort of 
pigeonhole what sort of, so many different styles i mean i i, I just I started writing styles down i'm just writing random words i got dark <laughs> rocking goth black industrial you know what i mean it's just yeah. like, just writing random words how it made me feel when i was listening to it see i i do enjoy hip-hop but i don't feel that like i i'm immersed in it enough to be able to give out comparisons mm-hmm. and things that's one thing that i found a little bit difficult about this and in track four black sheep which is a really really good song mm-hmm. it really does remind me of early eminem well it's got that fury to it that's the thing it's not necessarily her voice mm-hmm. it's the phrasing yes yeah. and also a bit of the lyrical content it starts with the line it's been a few months um, i've been waiting to write you back a little bit like the whole style oh, yeah, eminem yeah. thing right um, and then there's something else which um, she talks about, uh, mention of vodka or something, you know, yeah, yeah. that. But this song, Black Sheep, is so furious. It's it's so fantastic. It's so exciting. Mm. It's um, it's two minutes long. <laughs> the vocals don't come in till the 30, 30 second mark. And it, it, there's so much going on. This mm. is actually one of the um, one of the songs on the album when it finishes and I go, ah, oh, I just wish there was another verse. Yeah. I know what you mean. I actually love that song for the lyrical content as well. There's there's a great pair in it, pair of lines in there. It's been years since I talked to Granny, and I think it's pretty sick how I lost the family. Yeah, and it's, it's a like, great line. Oh, this this is a really punchy, aggressive uh, album, like super dark, but it's about stuff like the rest of your family not coming to terms with who you've decided you are. Yeah, and it's like. Oh, that's that's deep. That's that's got a real depth to it, and I, I found that a really nice counterpoint to to the rage and the fury and the darkness. This is actually a super sensitive, super upset album. You know, it's like dealing totally. with all of these disappointments in the people around you, and it is about kind of transgressing someone else's belief system. Maybe religion had a big part of it. I think there was quite a kind of a church going upbringing and there are Christian church samples on like track six into the void and things like that. I I think those might be uh, preachings from the church used to attend or something like that. And so it is a kind of rally cry against religion, which, which is always, I think, interesting to hear. Um, Yeah. And I think it's just done so eloquently, really clever. Well, yeah, and and that's it. I mean, the lyrics are so personal. It's like um, into the void, adolescence. Like the the oh, lyric lyrics are so so personal. Like, I mean, everything, absolutely everything, is left on the track. You know what I mean? Yeah. She puts everything into it. Everything's yeah. out there. Well, that's that one seems to be like a letter to a brother. Do you think it was the, which the, one? The uh, seven adolescence. Adolescence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She. Um, the, the, there's a line in that I loved as well. Again, for the same reason, it was just so beautifully put and kind of heartbreaking. If I stopped myself from talking, it would stop your friends from laughing. And it was, it's like, oh yeah. man, you're just someone, someone else who hasn't come to terms with who you are, kind of thing. And it's just yeah, really totally. beautifully put. What did you think of track eight? Amen. Liked it. I think so. This is really, really. Um, I think this. Track A, Amen, I think it perfectly demonstrates um, how much Backwash just puts into one short song. So again, it's only a real short song, mm-hmm. but you've got, I mean, it's really ferocious, like mm-hmm. spitting lyrical content. But then right in the middle, it drops to like this choral section. <laughs> yeah. And then we're back in and it's like interesting idea after interesting idea. Yeah. Really like it, really nicely leads into 
uh, Heaven's interlude. It's got a couple of nice little interludes on this. Hasn't yeah, it? It's yeah. got Hell, Hell's interlude, yeah. which is huge sounding instrumental yeah. uh, sort of intermission. Can you tell what the sample... Like, I feel like that is a sample that I recognise. I mean, it might not even be a sample. It might just be synth, but I'm like, what is it? Yeah, I don't know. Um, see, this is something as well about the album that um, I put down as a, as a sort of question. Do we know... If some of the stuff is played live on this, I'm presuming there is live stuff on this. It sounds like there's live stuff. Yeah. Something like something like Black Magic. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guitar is so heavy on that track. It's brilliant. The bass sounds like it's live. I mean, but the production is stunning all mm-hmm. the way through. Yeah, it really is. I don't know, to be honest. I don't know. I heard there was a Patti Smith sample on Black Magic, but I don't know enough about this Patti Smith and I couldn't find out enough information to find out. There's exactly not a huge amount of information, is. is there, online? There isn't, no. And th- that's the point about this album. For anyone who wants to listen to it, find it on Bandcamp. It was on Apple Music, but I think because of rights issues on the samples, it's had to be removed from Apple Music and Spotify. Um, so get, you get yourself to Bandcamp to hear this and genuinely do that because... It's, it's one of the best listens of the year. Yeah, It's absolutely definitely. fascinating. Although definitely. although the point I was going to make about track eight, Amen, is that uh, it does my, my hip-hop uh, bugbear. You know me, Chris, what is it? Uh, you're not a fan of the N-word, are you? No, I can't stand it. I just can't. I hate hearing it. I just, and it's the only track that hits that point, that kind of traditional hip-hop point it does come a little bit out of the blue mm. um it doesn't bother me in the same way that it bothers you and i think there's probably far more educated people to talk about this issue <laughs> than than us two um clowns Oi. but um i can see why it would bother it doesn't it doesn't personally have that effect on me i mean don't get me wrong i'm not singing along with it <laughs> but but yeah it doesn't I, I don't know i don't know well it's a hip-hop convention really and i think what it probably the purpose it probably serves is is um, that it, it it shows a kind of escalation of anger because that's one of the most angry tracks. It just, it's like, very angry. It's, it's very, very angry. It's, it's fuming. But then the album ends with Redemption, which is kind of aggressive as yeah. well, but also quite beautiful, quite powerful, quite like, right, let's move on, let's forgive each other. Redeemed. Do you know what? That last track... It's, it, it doesn't feel. This sounds very, very cheesy. Now I'm reading it back. <laughs> but it, it, to me, redemption. It doesn't feel like the end of the story. It just feels like the end of the chapter. Ooh, that is cheesy. I can't. <laughs> but it, it's like I, I just can't wait to see what comes next for Backwash. Yeah. Well, actually, she's released uh, a, an EP called Stigmata, which came out in I think like June, like a month after this. I haven't heard it. I think that might be on Bandcamp as well for a similar reason. But uh, I read an interview where she seems to be even happier with that than right, she is wow. with this. So, so I think that that might be um, worth checking out for sure. But I think a full length album probably isn't that far behind because she's pretty prolific. She's she's churning stuff out. What we're we going for for favorite tracks? Shall I tell you mine before <sighs> yeah, I go yeah, to t- you? Tell me yours because I, I'm genuinely I'm torn between about four. Yeah, me too. I mean, the whole album is, is stunning. It's a stunning piece of work. Um, if I was forced to pick a highlight, I'm going to go into the void. Purely because I think it's one of the most emotive vocal deliveries that I've heard all year. It, it's like I said before, everything is left on the track. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, the, the vocal timings are so quick, so clever. It, it just it sort of really stops me in my tracks when I hear that. Every time I hear that, you know. Yeah, that that is a really, really, really good one. 
Um, see, for me, uh, I was kind of torn between God has nothing to do with this, leave him out of it. Um, which is a great place is, to start, to be fair. It's a great place to start, track one. <laughs> it's the only place to start, really. Um, I also really, really love track three, which is... Spells. Spells. And that features uh, an artist called Devi McCallion, who's doing a really creepy vocal melody. And I think... Yeah, you messaged me in the week going, is that a Deftones sample? Because it, it really does sound like a Deftones song. I can't think what one, but the effect on the voice, it's sort of, it does sound like some a melody that Chino Marino would use. It's yeah, it really, does, doesn't it? really cool. Um, so I want to check out more of Devi McCallion as well. I think she's uh, a band camp artist too. Uh, so she's in a band called Black Dresses. Ah, right. Okay, I will, I will check her out and, and check out my dresses as well. Um, Black Sheep, I thought was really, really cool. And uh, Adolescence as well, with the, When the Levy Breaks. As well as Into the Void. Oh, God, I don't know, man. What do you reckon? Just reckon Into the Void? I mean, that's my highlight, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't be offended by any going on the playlist, to be honest. They're all great. They really are. I'm going to go with spells because I feel like that is is a point of the album where it gets really murky, really dark, really creepy, and it yeah, it does. It kind of conveys a lot of the energy of the album in in a way that a lot of the other tracks manage to do as well. And and but that one really really hits it. I like the collaboration as well. The other artists being on. Well, there. again, that that vocal, the guest vocal, it's quite that's quite sinister. Oh, it's really sinister. It's uncomfortable yeah. almost. Yeah, and it's yeah. processed to be as well. You hear little yeah. glitchy bits in it, and it's I don't know. It's like a horror movie voice, like from a doll or something. And yeah. it's like, Ugh. yeah, yeah. That's it. I'm going with spells. Wicked. Good. Thank you for helping me get there. So that was Backwash with God Has Nothing To Do With This. Leave him out of it. And uh, you can find that on Bandcamp. Right. Anything else to say on that one, Chris? No. Wicked. Let's move on. So we're halfway through episode 24 of Adventures in New Music. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, please do so in the following ways. Phone us on Oh, 800. No, don't really phone us. Um, contact Especially us by... 0800, it costs well, a fortune. No, that's free phone. Is 0800 free phone? Yeah, 0891 always used to be the expensive one. Anyway. Okay. Go to page 381 <laughs> on Teletext. <laughs> uh, email adventuresinnewmusic at gmail.com or find us on Instagram, adventuresinnewmusic or find us on the interwebs, uh, adventuresinnewmusic.com and there's a contact us page. And there's also the playlists. There is. Say more about that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, don't forget to check out the playlist when you go on the website. We have a playlist on Apple Music and a playlist on Spotify. And we each week add one track from each of the albums that we talk about. It's a jolly good listen. It is. This week, with Backwash being on Bandcamp, uh, we're going to have to try and find a way to signify that Backwash is definitely part of the playlist and you should get over to Bandcamp to uh, to, to find the track. But we'll find a way of getting it on there or, or, or at least think about it. <laughs> mm. We've all talked at the same time. <laughs> we're getting good at this. Hey!
Right then. <laughs> Okie dokie. Album number two today is my choice, and it is Van by Clowncore. Okie dokie, Clowncore is a two-piece internet sensation synth (laughs) metal, although I think they fall into many different genres, rock outfit, and Van, their latest album, was allegedly recorded completely in their van. Uh, Toyota Previa, FYI. Um, (laughs) Blue. I came across this duo when I saw the video to computers, um, and after watching it several times and thinking that I might use this as one of my picks, I decided to float the idea in um, a WhatsApp group that I'm part of and Andy isn't. Um, Whoa! What's <laughs> that? Got, got other WhatsApp groups, sorry, mate. What? Um, but I uh, sent this video around a few of our mates and um, the general reaction... Well. Stu called it the best piece of performance art he's ever seen. Um, so it was sold. I'm picking it. <laughs> <laughs> and to be honest, saying that it's the uh, best piece of performance art um, kind of sums up the band perfectly as the, there is pretty much a video to accompany every track on this album on YouTube. And the videos are hilarious, um, but also musically impressive. Um, and I was interested to see if the album could stand up on its own rather than just the videos as well. Um, this album is 17 minutes long <laughs> and it's 12 tracks in total. So um, <laughs> weird that we both picked short albums this week. Um, I'm just going to throw it straight out there. <laughs> what, what did you make of this? <laughs> what What is this? Um, what is it? This, I mean... It's not metal because you, you kind of you kind of put it on and you're like, well, it could be like digital hardcore, like Atari Teenage Riot at first, and you're like, okay, this is just like blistering in, and then you're yeah. like, well, it's kind of interspersed with them clown horns going huh? all the oh, time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, first of all, is there anything funnier than the sound of a clown horn? I'm not sure there is. I feel like that could break up any argument. Yeah, absolutely. Like, should we have a timeout? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Okay, yeah all right, oh. and this this actually is quite a funny album it there's, is there's, there's a lot of there's, there's there's a lot of points in this album that are, are real laugh out low lif, l- <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of points in this album which are real laugh out loud moments um and a lot of the lols are coming from a lot of the time it's coming from like the stunning musicianship you know oh, when you hear ridiculous. something and it's so good you just mm. laugh What's the one with the amazing sax solo on it? Is that Van? Uh, computers. Computers. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's just kind of astral. It just like it's insane. Floats off into the sky. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> but it's still interspersed with like clown horns. Yeah. It's just, and at the end of that video, it turns out the the driver of the van who crashes into the lamppost very very gently, of course, uh, has replaced his airbag with an inflatable penis. It was like what? Yeah. What's <laughs> What is this about? I have no idea. Because that was my entry point, computers. You sent me computers and um, and I watched the video and was like, right, okay, God, this guy can drum. 
And, yeah, and the he's other insane. Guy, he's insane. He's, he's brilliant. The 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 drum riff to um, song, which oh. is track three. I just, that just blows my mind. I just really enjoy listening to that. It's a shame it's only like forty eight seconds long or something. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. But that's well. The thing is, it's just over a minute long. Track three, mm. song. Thirty seconds of that's clown horns. Yeah. I mean, it's very and then good. when it when it when it kicks in, it's such an insanely infectious riff. Yeah, I, I would have loved to have seen that one develop further. It unfortunately just like sort of fades out, doesn't it? And it just oh, yeah. I, I say unfortunately. I mean, it, it, it sort of fits perfectly with the album. But I kind of in that point, I was like, oh, I wish they developed that a little bit further because it's so good. I know what you mean, but that's that's the I kind of feel like that's the a lot of the point of this, and and probably the same with backwash. It's like say what you got to say, get out. Yeah. Although I do feel like the clown core are probably more up for playing tricks on the listener. It's maybe, you know, less like, no, I've said my piece and more like, <laughs> let's just, let's just mess with them. Yeah. <laughs> because they're clearly, I don't know, they're clearly having a laugh with this. Like, oh, big time. Like the track McDonald's, which I enjoy, which I, I definitely, <laughs> I definitely believe that one was recorded in, in the van. Well, have you seen the video for it? No, I haven't actually. What happens? <laughs> so it shows them going into the draft. It's at the end of one of the other songs. So it's right. at the end of another video and the, the song finishes and they all just sit there in absolute silence, like deadpan still, <laughs> driving. And you just got the guy going, hello, welcome to McDonald's. Can I take your order, please? And then they obviously just hit him with three three <laughs> seconds of, of metal and then just sit still again. It's really good. <laughs> so weird. Which is, of course, uh, is preceded on the album by Bologna Penis, which is another really, really short, really, really odd. Um, I don't even know what happens in that track, but it's weird. There's a lot weird. of like sort of real riffy moments, like um, keyboard track mm-hmm. six, real solid sort of cool riff and groove. Doesn't really offer anything else, but it, it, it's like seriously solid. The other thing with this as well, when you watch the watch the videos, I mean, take computers, which is a song that I'd heard in the video that I'd watched and I sent over to you. It starts with this sort of syncopated synth bass hook, and then, like you say, it's just unbelievably <laughs> ridiculously complex, complex drum beat coming in. It's made even more impressive from the fact the drummer's playing the keys in his left hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's sat in the back of a van. Yeah. And, and he's what's he? He's only got a kick and a snare, hasn't he, or something? I kick and a snare, and he's got like a little, um, a tiny little sort of bell of a cymbal on his snare as well, which you get <laughs> gets extra notes. Um, th- that's the other thing as well. They get an unbelievable sound yeah. from from this. Fa- and you, they've just got like um, SM fifty sevens like taped up all around the van and stuff, haven't they? <laughs> Like an insane. I mean, I'm I'm not 100 percent convinced it was all recorded in the in the van. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I mean, that's the thing when you start using synth and you can just plug them straight in. Yeah, true. You know, you probably can get a really clean, good, punchy sound out of them. The drum sounds pretty amazing, but then it is only two drums and a cymbal taped to a snare. So it's like I don't know. I believe it. I can believe it. And they are that good at playing. the Brian, they're, not, they're not taking like breakneck corners and trying to play. I mean, we, we've talked about this before. I mean, the, the, the clearly great players, and we've talked about how now they're definitely not a joke band, but there is an element of a joke about this. Like you say, they're sort of playing a joke on the listener, and there's some very, very funny parts of this album, and the videos are extremely funny. But again, that only works when you can do it well, oh, yeah, when you can completely. play it well, you know, and they, and they totally do. Like the playing is. It really is in parts. It's unbelievable. There's some bits, you know, the, when they play, they've got those stabs in unison. Mm-hmm. They're just playing these like real weird sort of um, rhythmical 
syncopated unison stabs and it's every time i hear it i'm like how on earth are they doing that and getting it in time mm. how long have they been a band do you know i think quite a long time mm-hmm. and there's all sorts of rumors online as to who they are which oh, really? i didn't really want to get into too much <laughs> um but the, yeah they can obviously play they yeah. can obviously play and they know each other they seem to know each other's way of playing and that's yeah, how they yeah. can come up with stuff like that it's really really clever absolutely just like sort of talking stylistically you know we've talked about some of these riffy songs some of these you know like synthy all right maybe not sort of metal but certainly on on the edge of rock but then you've also got the elements of like you say computers in the middle you've got like a jazz sax solo Mm -hmm. track five tears of god is like an avant-garde sort of sax and keyboard (laughs) instrumental you've got the final two songs you've got track 11 which is called end is a love like a lovely piano piece. I, I that is the nicest piece of music I've heard all year. I was yeah. I was gutted though that it didn't just at the end just have a ha ha. Like yeah, that. yeah, me too. Been, oh, me too. Come on, I was just waiting for it. But yeah. it was it's just such a nice piece of music. Reminded me of um, Avril Fourteenth by Aphex Twin. Oh, I do you know, know that? that. No, I don't oh, know you that. will do. You will do. It's used in so many oh, films, so many programs. Yeah, okay. you'll know it. You'll absolutely know it. You probably won't realise that it's Aphex Twin. Oh, okay. I'll check that out. Yeah, you'll you'll know it. Um, but it reminded me a little bit of that. Um, and then it goes into the final track on the song. <laughs> I, I love mean, the title of this track: "Infinite Realm of Incomprehensible Suffering." Yeah, absolutely. You know. <laughs> It's like an 80s pop synth song. Oh, it sounds like the theme tune to Wish You Were Here or something like that. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> but, but that said, it's got some of the best key changes I've heard since Man oh. in the Mirror or When Will I Be Famous by Russ. <laughs> I mean, it's, the key changes are brilliant, in it? <laughs> and if you don't know those key changes, listeners, get them, both those songs downloaded for reference. Although I can't condone listening to Michael Jackson. Um <laughs> Uh, my wife was listening to this, so I was like, "Do you mind if we just bang this on this album?" Just and it was like, it was about eight o'clock, and she was like, "What are you going to try and listen to it all before your podcast?" I was like, "Oh yeah, we will. Don't worry, we'll manage it." It's seventeen minutes long. She's like, "What?" Anyway, we got to this. She was kind of dancing for most of it because it's very, very dancey, very cool. But we got to an infinite realm of incomprehensible suffering, and she was like, "Lift music," and it was like, yeah. and then then a key change happens and a sax comes in, and she was like. Total lift music. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I feel like it's better than lift music. Yeah, it's better than lift music. It's game it's show music, music. Or, or something. I mean, this album, I would recommend listeners have a go. It's 17 minutes long. Just bang it on for crying Yeah, what out else are you going to do? Just have, have a listen. I mean, even the way it starts, it kind of starts, it's like Psycho, isn't it? Psycho-esque. It's got these synths, <laughs> synth notes starting off. Um, Flat Earth's not a bad place to start because it just that no. throws so much into a sub-two-minute song. Yeah, And yeah. that as well, I, I like, this is a running theme throughout the album, but you can hear the van chugging along in the background, can't you? You can hear it running <laughs> yeah. in the background. <laughs> oh, when you put it on headphones. <laughs> I have not said that yet this week. No, you haven't, no. But actually, both albums this week are really worth listening to on headphones. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I've said it for you, mate. Cheers, you mate. You, I'll get the commission this week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Headphones.com. Yeah. Um, so, favourite tracks. Let's sort of uh, round it up with favourite tracks. Um, my track of the album, um, although not the one I'm going to put on the playlist... But my track of the uh, of the album is track nine, You Are Pregnant, <laughs> um, which I think the, the best way I can describe it is, do you remember that one hit wonder in the 90s, Dupe? Oh, yeah, yeah. Right, this is like Dupe <laughs> on acid. 
again, it's kind of just like a, a bit of a, a bit of an idea, but it's so infectious. Mm. It's just, it's brilliant. Really, I love the really title good. as well. It's such yeah. a, <laughs> such a brutal, weird yeah. title. Yeah. For the playlist, however, I am going to choose the song that I heard, Computers. Yeah, it's a good it's, shout. Yeah. That, that offers everything Clowncore has got to offer, apart from the beautiful kind of melodic tearjerker end, which you'll just have to check out the album to hear. And it's it's worth it, you know? Do you know what? I, I honestly think this has quite possibly been the funnest week of listening yeah. in Adventure of New Music that I've had. I've absolutely loved this week. It's been yeah. so good. And the fact that two albums... 40 minutes for two albums. <laughs> and I've absolutely listened to these albums to death and I still love them both. Yeah, completely. Completely agree. And it, it, it's kind of very contrasting listening experience in a lot of ways. Both both pretty dark, you could say that for them, in places. But the darkness on this album has got some humour behind it. Oh, man, yeah, big time. Especially if you check out some of the videos. Really, really worth checking them out, just to give you a little bit of context. I'll stick some of the links in the show notes. I'll bang some in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Do it. There's some, yeah, there's some real good ones. Some real good ones. Wicked. What, sorry, you didn't get around to your favourite song. Oh, uh, my favourite track. Um... I really look forward to hearing End and Infinite Realm of Incomprehensible Suffering. Yeah. Um, I, I don't... Well, imag- imagine if you put one of them songs for yeah, yeah, somebody. No, went, check, this, check this song out. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, yeah. Listen to the album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, opening with Flat Earth, it just roars in. It's, it's, it's not going to set you up for a true understanding of what they sound like. I, I would say Computers uh, sticks in my mind as, as probably the most sort of single-oriented song on the album it's a proper good uh got a bit of everything flat earth is probably up there too because it's similarly got everything in it including a sort of i don't know east european sax uh, oh it has doesn't it jig yeah so i really like that so maybe i'll just just to be different i'll go flat earth cool and of mm. course that's like majority of the songs on the album that's got the old <laughs> Oh yeah, it's got two pitch one on it, which is brilliant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a bit, bit of interplay between the two yeah. pitches as well. It's yeah, fantastic. it's lovely. Fantastic. It's lovely, absolutely textbook. Um, <laughs> great stuff. So that was uh, Clowncore and their album Van. Hey, I uh, yesterday I, I made some gravy with dinner and had the gravy granules on the table for some reason. I started shaking them, and um, oh yeah, and I was. I was inspired to put on Relationship of Command. <laughs> and I was like, Em, check this out. And I was shaking the gravy granules. Then Ark Arsenal began. <laughs> just like, just burst in. And she was like, what? What are you? What about oh, I just got, a, just got a vision of you, like, on one leg with a, with a tub, tub of Bisto. That's <laughs> exactly what happened. Brilliant. Right then, so... That was episode... That was episode <laughs> 24 when we discussed Clowncore and Van, which was my album. And my album, which was Backwash. God has nothing to do with this. Leave him out of it. Excellent. Mm. Don't forget to like and subscribe. If you'd like to leave us a review, that'd be sweet. Um, and we will see you next Friday when we will be discussing my album, Nick of Time by the James Hunter Six. And my album, Live Forever by Barty's Strange. Cracking.
Excellent. Mm. Until then, I'll see thee. All right. Take care. Bye. <laughs>